most broken people. Can be great leaders. get back on my feet. I really need this job. I hired somebody else. What'd you do today? I don't know what else to say. I thought I start over fresh, but it ain't working out. It's now I'm scared. I hear guns. Don't just buy crackers. You're safe inside. What about you, Daddy? We'll be back before you wake up. I'm gonna be fine. You don't know nothing about me. You a false creed. When you do this, you're going into a storm. Wrong with you. Hey, somebody help! Rocky's sick. I find the darkest of times. If I break, I ain't gonna fix it. I Everything I got is moved on, and I'm here. You're sitting there crying about nobody's around for you. I'm here for you every day. I'm standing right in front of you. Just like any other fight. So if I fight, you fight. I found. This Organized Chaos podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Thank you. Hello, and welcome back to another Organized Chaos podcast. I'm back again and twice as ugly. I am Bobby Quarters. With me, as always, is Bob. How are you, bud? Hey, I'm doing okay. Where the fuck were you? I had to yes by myself. Uh, this is this is madness. I, I, <laughs> no, it is. No, it is. I just was vegging. <laughs> what you, you in uh, Xbox? You didn't want to listen to twenty-two albums multiple times to get your affirmative ranking of them. It's very simple. Uh, well, uh, no, no, it's not <laughs> that I didn't. It's kind of more of I fell into another musical hole. Uh, actually, uh, what musical hole? Yeah, I. Yeah, what musical hole? Well, um, uh, I guess some modern-ish Floyd, but uh, some good. Good Samaritan has been uploading full concerts on YouTube. Oh, oh, on YouTube, nice. On you, but there's like one that was one that that was of 1980s Wall Tour. Oh wow, like a full video. Nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they also had like you know pulse and delicate sounds of thunder, mm-hmm. the stuff that you know any fan who has had or collected the media, the live media of it has. Um, there was a few full live Roger Waters shows, a few just solo David Gilmore ones. Mm-hmm. That that So I kind of fell into that hole. I just kind of put it on and play some uh, video games, mm. listen to Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, when you hear entire bands discography a lot, it's sometimes nice to just dive into the live stuff because, like, it's it all is. a little bit different. And... It- it is, and yeah. I think it varies with different bands too. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, I I do have a collection of Pink Floyd. Well, through my streaming, well, through YouTube Music, they have this uh, collection of Floyd that has just early demos of throughout all the years of their career, and really the early early stuff with Sid is just, I mean, it's out there. Mm-hmm. No, really, <laughs> I, I, but man, some of the live tracks. <laughs> Are really great. Yeah, like they have a really great set your con- or, uh, set your controls for the heart of the sun. They open up with that, and then Interstellar Overdrive. Nice mm. astronomy, astronomy. Like that is the first few songs in this. That's like, um, yes, this is an awesome show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a few live scarecrows. <laughs> nice, mm. and then they, you know. Then you see different live stuff of when they're kind of working, and I kind of love it because they have like, well, if you remember from our album ranking, my t- one of two of my favorite that I felt really should have been a double album of Echoes and Adam Hart, mm-hmm. bunch of like studio demos of that stuff, like, oh, it's it's fun just to dive into, mm-hmm. and that is, I mean, I dove into that. It wasn't part of our homework then, but I mean, it kind of just stuck in the playlist. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, th- this isn't a musical episode. This will be more of a normal episode. No, it's not. Yeah. And it's actually kind of more of a one paying homage to one director in particular. 
Yeah, no, it just kind of lined Coincidentally. up. Yeah, we got Creed yeah. 3 coming up in a couple weeks, so we will be talking about Creed. But yeah. before we even talk about Creed, we're going to be talking about Black Panther 2, both done by Ryan Coogler. And it was like, well, yeah. if we're talking about his second movie and his fourth movie, let's go ahead and talk about his first movie, too. So we went ahead and add Fruitvale Station to it, and there's an episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is a Ryan Coogler packed episode. No, no, and I I was kind of excited because Ryan Coogler has been one of those directors. Like as soon as I saw Creed I, the first time, like when that came out, I was like, "Damn, this guy's good." And then you know, yeah. And then I saw Black Panther. He's Kansas, really like, good. Shit. Uh, yeah, good. And then so I went back and watched Fruit, his first one, Fruitvale Station, which I hadn't seen yet, and I was like, "Shit, this is good." <laughs> no, he he's yeah, got to he, be he and yeah, he and Michael B. Jordan like. That they they have a great he has a great way of directing him yeah and like getting a great performance out of him true yeah I don't think there's ever been a uh, Ryan Coogler directed movie where Michael B Jordan isn't just top of his game <laughs> yeah you're, you're not getting any fan for stick out Ryan uh or, or, or yeah yeah Ryan Coogler <laughs> yeah they 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 are definitely a great pair mm-hmm. but. uh <laughs> Yes, before we get to those movies, uh, news, not a whole we lot of news going on. Yes. Um, oh. But yeah, there was a big one, freaking Kevin Conroy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. He was supposed to be at Cincinnati Comic Expo um, this yeah. past year, and he canceled last minute, uh, saying he had some sort of health issue. And, you know, I just assumed COVID because that's the general thing that happens. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what you assume in this day and age. Unfortunately, yeah. if you're fully vaccinated, you get COVID. You you know you're you're gonna be fine, but you got it. You gotta just take a few days out, essentially. Um, yeah, but no, apparently he had cancer and he passed a few days ago. And yeah, no, it's it's kind of upsetting. I've had lots of, of fans tell me about how he is he is their Batman, and it's like I get it. Like he is the voice of batman, He's my batman yeah i mean He's it, the voice you know that sorry go ahead i was just gonna say like there's live action batmans and of course probably my favorite live action batman is michael keaton that being said the reason why we yeah, have keaton. to differentiate is because kevin conroy in my opinion just brought to a whole nother level like if you well, could... yeah go well, ahead no I, I agree with you he did definitely bring it to such another level mm-hmm. but what i find really great and i I kind of put Keaton and Conroy on the same level Mm -hmm. because I know I've heard interviews where like the whole series of of the animated series was inspired off of those Burton movies and supposed to kind of exist within that world. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it really a a first cinematic universe, if you will, Mm -hmm. but it's, yeah, so much of that. And I know that Kevin kind of dug a lot from Michael Mm-hmm. His performance into his own mm-hmm. and it it's it, it's it's a bummer yeah i mean he he has portrayed batman longer than any other actor he's that de- yeah he's definitely I mean, done it more times uh 90, so, when did that series come out 93 i was thinking 92 but it might have been 93 but yeah, yeah, it was early '90s. And it's he, been a while. He consecutively played him in animated form all the way up until the early 2000s with Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, he did. He did it a yeah. lot. It was. It was various various impressive. films, mm-hmm. video games. I mean, he, he he's the voice of Batman in the Ark in the first Arkham games, the the two good ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, my to opinion. Gi- to give you an and, idea of how good he was, when I was younger and first watching the Batman animated series, I thought it was a different voice yeah. for Bruce Wayne and Batman. Like he just yeah. his delivery was different. And too. when you're older, it's I like too. you can tell then it's the same voice, but like the way it's he's totally just the way he's doing it. He's doing it. Yeah. He like he nails like the 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 darker, gravelly uh Batman voice without sounding like a dude with like throat cancer. <laughs> just sounding in the shadows. <laughs> yeah. Speaking toner. Yeah. Just darker. Yeah. And Bruce is more lighthearted. Yeah. And speaking, yeah, like it's it's so cool. And it's I, I've loved watching of the footage of him in the studio, like doing the voice. And I mean, of course, there's been countless footage of him and Mark Hamill in the same room mm-hmm. just playing off of each other. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 there's been countless tributes 
words to him across the, the fan world. And gosh, I, I mean, there's been a lot of really great fan art, fan art, I think. Yeah, no, it, yeah, no, it, it kind of gets me. Cause it's like, God damn it. He, he was a fucking legend. He Jesus. really was. I mean, he, he was a Batman. He, he, as far as I know, he only got to play the the role in live action once in Crisis, but still, it was awesome that they they found a way to do that. Um, but yeah, uh, fucking iconic. Um, yeah, I don't I don't have much more to add. Um, anything you want to add, or should we go ahead and go to Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever? Oh no. I, I did find some uh, like a quote from Mark Hamill. Ooh, nice. That uh, it was from a post that he had made, and yeah, the, and it's I'm just pretty much going to recite one that I had just written, but I had also quoted Mark Hamill within it. Uh, the voice of Batman, Kevin Conroy, passed away at the age of 66. Kevin played the role of Batman longer than any other actor. He is the voice I hear when I when I read a Batman comic. Work Kevin and Mark did on that show was really amazing. Yeah, rest in peace, Kevin Conroy. And yeah, it shows a picture of Bruce Dini's art style with a uh, Joker holding uh, the cowl, very mm-hmm. sad, mm-hmm. saying goodbye, old friend. Mm-hmm. I got the yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and the one of the animated series Batman saying goodbye to the uh, figures of the. Uh, I think it was the Christian Bale and the Ben Affleck and the Robert Pattinson, mm-hmm. Michael Keaton action figures. Mm-hmm. And you see in the background, there's like a white light, some mist, and Adam West sitting in his Batmobile waving mm-hmm. to him. Yeah, that one got me. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, right in, in the, the field. Right in the fandom. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Let's, uh, we do have some other stuff. Yeah. Let's, uh, and let's move on to that. But uh, yeah, we're gonna miss. We're gonna. He will be missed deeply. Well, speaking of missing actors, the beginning of this movie. Holy shit! Um, that almost had me in tears. The beginning of this movie. Um. Oh. Yeah. Wakanda forever. Uh. Yeah. yeah. You can't see my picture. Yeah. <laughs> no. That that funeral scene was um. Uh, mm-hmm. It was done very well. And it was, yeah, it was really moving. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting to have the feels that quickly. And yeah. right after when they go into like the, that scene of just how we just, all we heard was the wind blowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was just some powerful stuff. Yeah. But then they, the, we got the, I think that tribute to Chadwick within mm-hmm. the Marvel logo. Yeah. Which was nice. It was also, <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. No, and it was one of the things I remember noting when I rewatched that that first movie a couple weeks ago, where it's just like Jesus, he's gone. He he was so goddamn yeah. good in this. Yeah, I uh, rewatched Civil War recently just for the hell of it, and not even thinking about it. Yeah, but yeah, just that first scene of him, and it's like, my God, he was a great actor. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He ugh, just got oh. way too soon. Jesus yeah. Christ. So, but anyway, so soon. Yeah. He was yeah. gone, and they they had to come up with how to deal with it in this movie. Um, so the story um, pretty much begins with the death of T'Challa. Um, I don't yeah. recall if they say exactly what he died from. They say an unknown illness. Yeah, unknown illness. Yeah. They don't really get into what it is, and I think that's good. And I, it's mm-hmm. it it it's fine. You know, it's it's fine because there's no real good way to write that you know an actor died of a of the actor itself died of a rare ailment because mm-hmm. other than just sticking you know pulling you know i guess uh fiction out of reality yeah yeah mm-hmm. i think that they handled it well and mm-hmm. yeah it was perfect mm-hmm. yeah for sure like because it, it, it's awkward How, yeah I, it, they, they were in a tough spot and they yes and they, they were wrote their self yeah, and they did, and they handled it great, and mm-hmm. didn't do anything bad for him either. No, no, I thought it was nice to do, a, do the tribute for him. It was, it was, it was like I said, the beginning of this movie almost had me in tears. I was just like, oh fuck, oh god, they're doing it. They're hitting yeah. the heartstrings just they right. Are. Shit. Yeah, they're hitting the feels immediately. Mm-hmm. I was uh, mostly good until uh, 
until the until the coffin went up in the air, mm-hmm. and then we see that Black Panther logo. Yeah, and I was like, oh god, ah, oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's not fair. Mm-hmm. And then we got the Marvel logos. Oh god damn you, Marvel! <laughs> so uh... there was a few people in the theater when I saw it the the first go around mm-hmm. who were audibly like, they were mourning, mm-hmm. like you know, just oh no, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah, but mostly cheers, mm-hmm. cheers and applauds every mm-hmm. time his face is on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was cool. Yeah. So yeah. So now we've got what? What were your overall thoughts to this movie? Because I definitely have things to say, but I, I when I say them, I want to stress there's a caveat. <laughs> I was a little nervous on how they would write the story. Mm-hmm. I kind of figured moving forward up. Spoilers if you have not seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew Shiri was going to be the Panther. Mm-hmm. I, I saw that fucking coming a mile away. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt that the movie knew that we knew it was. I feel we got way more of Namor, but not enough. Enough? Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. I mean, I he's a character I'm not too familiar with, so... Mm-hmm. It, when I say we didn't get enough, I mean I I kind of feel like we didn't get anything at all with him. Mm-hmm. Like he was barely in this movie, barely. I don't know. I feel like he was in there decently, but I. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I will. But I mean, for for being the bad guy. Yeah. I just I don't know. I don't know. I I, I maybe. A, I th- I just I guess I'm not I really didn't like how they handled it. I would like to have more information on him. Yeah. Well, listen. I'm, That's all. Now I'm gonna go ahead and dive into what my thoughts because I want to had I want to have a huge caveat on here is that I feel like okay. I want to watch this movie again. Um, okay. Just to take it back in, uh, kind of breathe it in a bit more because I'm not sure yeah. how much one viewing allows you to breathe in this movie because. Going into it, they made a lot of mystery about who would be the Black Panther. And there was some questions yeah. about Latita Wright. And apparently she didn't want to sign an extended contract. They had all these rumors. And you go into it, and I feel like it almost feels like the movie's not even sure who they want to have to be Black Panther. Even though Shuri is definitely the most prominent character, without a doubt. Yeah. And that's one thing I want to stress oh, yeah. that I really like about this movie. This is a superhero movie where almost all of your leads are black women that is mm-hmm. fantastic and they're all oh, talented and, and actresses. can we just say it, 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 really quickly i just yeah. want to say angela fucking bassett yes. oh my oh god yeah. she was uh, oh my god she was amazing in this yes like absolutely out of the fucking park amazing mm-hmm. no no oh just just holding so much power mm-hmm. in in every scene that she mm-hmm. was in like isn't she nominated? Well, I, I don't think they've announced any nominations yet. But or is there just buzz? Yeah, oh, there there might be buzz. Um, okay, I think there's lots of buzz yeah, around should. this movie. Um, she should be. My God. So I'll go ahead and <laughs> say, amazing. I'm not sure if I can quite recommend this one because it feels a little like you can tell there's issues, um, like. Shuri's your main character, but she doesn't even really have an arc until very late into Act Two. Yeah, and it's, yeah, I, I kind of didn't care for that that much. Yeah, and it's like that, that felt so forced. Could, and yeah, part of me was like, okay, kind of, if you're gonna I have Shuri, kind of felt that. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just oh, gonna sorry. say Shuri's <laughs> obviously supposed to be the main character, and I felt like why don't they just sell it as that sell it is Shuri is going to be the black Panther, which I guess they, they pretty much did there. It's like, Oh, we don't know. No, it is. I mean, I was even thinking why I saw the poster and Shuri's right in the center. It's like, it's gotta be her. Right. So I think maybe sell it as she's the main character. And then also the movie needs to commit more to her being the main character. Like give her arcs, give her like, Oh, I don't want to be the black Panther, all this reservation. And then, because that's the thing, like, nobody really has arcs. I mean, Okoye feels like kind of gets an arc before Shuri. Which, she gets, she yeah. Does, yeah, she does get her arc, too. Yeah. And, and like, 
she also like yeah, she gets her redemption too as well. Yeah. Yeah, and it was something I didn't even think about. But yeah, like, uh, uh, I can't think of it, but Angela Bassett, the mother, I can't think of her name. Ramona. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She 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 kicks Okoye out, and she's like, you know, this is for, you know, what you did, like, not just today, but how you also, like, you've always been an issue. When Killmonger took over, you stood by Killmonger for a while before eventually, like, you know, having your allegiance towards us. We've, we've had issues with you. And it was just like, yeah, no, I... I didn't even think about that, but yeah. Um, yeah. That was an issue. True. Yeah, she that's did true. do that. She was just like, no, I, 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 I serve Wakanda. It's like, yeah, but you're serving somebody who doesn't serve Wakanda. Don't, don't you see the issue? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were serving an outsider. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the thing. Like, I kind of want to rewatch this movie um, to see if maybe if I breathe it in a bit more going in, knowing that Shuri is the main character, maybe that will, maybe I will be a bit more open to it. That being said, like yeah. this feels uh, I mean, like, yeah, I'd, well, I, I did pick up more, I'll say on the, uh, on my second viewing of it. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, I just kind of feel like they, a lot of Namor's might've been rushed though. They did spend a good chunk of time with him and I'm guess I'm, I might have been overreaching with that first comment of it, of him saying barely in it, but like, I kind of feel like we could have gotten more of him mm-hmm. in this. Well, if he was supposed to be the main bad guy, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I just, I still have a lot more unanswered questions about the character. I guess. No, well, Namor has in the comic book has always been one of those. He's essentially a good guy, but sometimes he can be a dick. Yeah, that's kind of his that's kind of what I gathered, and his, his dick dickishness sometimes pushes him to be a bad guy but yeah i think that might be an issue i have too because as a villain he doesn't feel super menacing even when he's attacking it doesn't feel like he's out for blood even though in theory he is um yeah you know they make a big deal of their power and maybe they need to do something to push these characters more over the edge and i feel like they kind of did that with shuri but like i said that was super late in the movie and it kind of yeah. makes me wonder if maybe like Ramona was supposed to die super early on and they didn't want like her death and T'Challa's to be too close together. So they moved it super far back. But then we lose the yeah. big arc for the main character until late in the game. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I knew I think that was a choice to kill her. Mm-hmm. That definitely yeah. was a choice to kill her off. Yeah, but, for sure. And you, you know, know, you got a point though. You know, you have a point. I mean, it would be hard to like give her give Sherry that arc if uh, her death was so close to Ch- T'Challa's death. But even like within, I guess, the film's timeline, it did seem that way too. Mm-hmm. Like it could have been close, but it was already a year. Yeah, they no, had already established. They, they, they did a time jump for the year, so this is at least twenty twenty four when this movie takes place. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, well, well, no, well, no. Um, wait, was it that? Yeah, twenty twenty-three. Uh... Endgame is twenty twenty-three. Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And okay. Child came back in Endgame, and this is at least yes. a year later. Mm. I was not sure. Thank you. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. No, I I have very mixed feelings about. Like, this isn't a movie I'm going in hating. And like I said, like. All black women lead superhero movie. Fucking great. Oh, Fucking love that. We're yeah, forgetting really. one thing. We're yeah. forgetting one thing. They did introduce a brand new character, too. Yes. Introduce Riri Williams. Oh, Ironheart. yes. Yes, Ironheart. And which, I, okay, so. That was fucking cool. <laughs> two things I absolutely do want to bring up with the audience I was in. They cheered when Shuri became Black Panther, and they cheered when Riri, Riri Williams had her full Ironheart suit. Yeah. So all the people the saying, oh, that... nobody cares about Ironheart. She's just a knockoff Iron Man. All the people saying that are so full of shit. That, that theater had a ton of people who were excited the to see that. The theater stuff. I had as yeah. soon as as soon as soon uh, they went to uh, her warehouse mm-hmm. and you know, she was like, is this Stark Tech? I heard the whole row behind me. Oh, that's the new Iron Man. That's new. She's a new Iron Man. She's a new one. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. Then the suit came on cheers and yeah applause mm-hmm. oh yeah it was awesome mm-hmm. uh, meanwhile i'm just sitting in my seat going 
Fuck yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. The Mach 1. Yeah. Fuck yes. No, yeah. Just be nerding out over the mock her Mach 1 suit. Going, mm. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was it was choppy, just like Tony's was. But yeah, it, it, it did its job. <laughs> it was a Mach 1 suit. Yeah, yeah. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Like, so... Like I guess my and, re- and just like Tony, yeah. Well, and also just like Tony, she she pushed herself past her limits mm. when she flew up out of the oxygen and almost ran out of uh, oxygen at yeah. thirty thousand feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like Tony, she mm-hmm. pushed herself to her limits. Yeah. So I guess at the end of the day, like I'm not thrilled with how this movie turned out. Obviously, there's lots of production issues. Yeah. Duh. Um. And uh, the well, we should. Co- do you want to cover the end credits scene before we uh, wrap a final thought of it? Uh, yeah, post, sure. I guess yeah, yeah mid credits. Yeah, no, scene they didn't have there a was post, no yeah. end credits. Scene. Yeah, it just had like the uh, mid credits scene after the um, uh, I guess first titles. I don't mm-hmm. know what to call those. Uh, they do like the fancy title. I don't remember what they're called. Yeah, yeah, yeah the first, first, first credits. Yeah, really. Yeah, the but uh. In in that we um uh, we meet T'Challa's son. Mm-hmm. Yes. In that, which I kind of I I that was a nice touch. Yes, I, I like that. It was. I also kind of think is that just a way to make it convenient so that he they could do another time jump and he could be grown up and they could recast him. And Maybe that's some big Black time Panther. jumps they have to do though. <laughs> that is some big time jumps. I mean, we are going to be dealing with Crane the Conqueror coming up. Yeah. And I mean, on my feeder, I'm coming up if soon. He's got this, but we, yeah, we got an Ant Man and the the Quantum Mania tra- yeah. trailer. Yeah. Yeah. The King was definitely that in that one. King. I also got a Mario Brothers trailer. So did I. <laughs> that's how excited I am for it. Yeah. We will see. I don't know. It gives an excuse to watch the original, though. That'll be fun. Fuck yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yes. I am more excited about that than watching that. Oh, dude, I haven't haven't seen that one in a long time, but yeah. But as as far as Black Panther 2... They paid Dennis Hopper... They they paid Dennis Hopper to look at camera and go, Monkey! (laughs) Yes. Like God, <laughs> oh, worth the price of admission right yeah. there. Um, but as far as Black Panther two, oh. yeah, yeah, I like. I don't feel like Namor was that threatening of a villain. Yeah, not I. And I what, will say this though: um, people's hair underwater looked way better than I've seen it depicted before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, actually, yeah, they well, they do less underwater <laughs> stuff here than they do in Aquaman. That being said. Yeah. What the, the yeah no let's go ahead and say that the effects here are way better than they've been in a lot of Marvel projects recently. I did not yeah. notice any I mean, real I issues with the effects in this movie at all. I noticed one, just one, and this mm. is just a quick eye, and this was on my first viewing of it. Um, when um, forget the actress's name, and even the character's name. Um, uh, T'Challa's girlfriend. Oh, uh, Nakia. Yeah, Nakia. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But um when she's first tracking uh Shiri's earrings and she's mm-hmm. on that beach. Yeah. There's just one small little shot before the ship starts to move that looked a little uh to mm-hmm. me. Okay. But I even looked for it my second viewing and I didn't see it. Okay. So it could have just been the screen mm-hmm. where I was at because the first time was a bigger screen, mm-hmm. the second time was just a standard size theater like a smaller theater. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, but yes, that, but yeah, the effects in this actually looked really good. Yeah. Um, Really good. Yeah. No, I feel like maybe they need something to really push Namor because like, like you, you can have like a guy who's not like you're eventually going to turn him into a hero, be a villain, but just have something happen that like kind of pushes him a bit towards the edge. So like, he's going to be a bit insane. You can do stuff like that. And they didn't really do that. No. I mean, I also did like the fact that they did say the word mutant. 
Yeah, no, no. They yeah, they do establish I he's a mutant. Did like that. just like in the comic I books. Did yeah. like that. Yeah. I did like that. I so. caught that I saw it uh, yesterday again with my friend, and as soon as like he said that, he's just elbowing me like mm. dude, he said it. He said mm-hmm. it. No, no, I know, I'm man. I've seen it. You need that little X Men uh, ninety ninety one yeah. theme or something. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Do you think that that's how they're gonna bring mutants in?" It's like, I think they already have established that, man. Yeah, no, that, like, I'm pretty th- sure they established that Na- in one of the Disney Plus series. Yeah, uh, Namor was the second mutant established. The first one is Miss Marvel, yeah. which to me shows yeah. me they aren't gonna be doing Inhumans. But yeah, thank God. Yeah, well that. They technically already did do Inhumans, but I think they're trying to forget about that. <laughs> yeah, I also kind of like how um uh, the uh, um agent colonizer, Ross. Yeah. Ross. Um, I I kind of like how he's almost kind of being like the new Coulson. Yeah. Of this new uh, end of it. Mm-hmm. I kind of really enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess. Yeah. This I, Martin Freeman stuff in this was good. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, the CIA stuff I actually kind of liked in this. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. They needed him in it for a bit. Julia or uh, Julia. Yeah. Julia Dreyfus was uh, also re- reprised her role from uh, yeah. Cap and uh, or, uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Well, Cap and Winter Soldier. Uh, Falcon. But yeah. Well. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah Cap- I guess the last episode was Captain and Winter Soldier. You're right. Captain yeah, Winter right Soldier, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, he is Cap. He is the yeah, Captain Yeah, he is now. Cap now. Yes, absolutely. I want to stress, Sam Wilson is Captain America. <laughs> and Mackey's Captain America. Fucking get used to it. Yeah, just deal with it, people, please. And you um, know what? I don't care. That suit, that suit's awesome. Oh, yeah. No, I thought they did a great job with his suit in that <laughs> series. Fucking cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, it was interesting to see uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus come back. Obviously, they're Thank doing you. some Thunderbolts lead up with that. Um, they de- they definitely are doing some Thunderbolts leading up to that. Um, mm-hmm. I thought we would get another credit scene at the end of it, but yeah. uh, I, the first time I did it, I sat all the way through the end. So did I. All mm-hmm. I know is that the Black Panther will return. Mm-hmm. So we know that the Black Panther will return at some point, and. We at least have uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, or Ant Man and Quantum Manium, or is it Ant Ant Man? Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Thank you. <laughs> you see, I got confused because I kept on thinking it'd be called Ant Man and the Wasp in Quantum Mania, but it's not. Just Ant Man and the Wasp, yeah. Quantum Mania. Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah, like my review is just kind of. I'm not super thrilled with this movie. I think they come down a lot to improve it, but I do appreciate a lot of what it tries to do. Um, and I understand, yeah. like, a, you could kind of tell too. Like, they, they wrote in the T'Challa beginning, which, goddamn, that was touching. And then the rest of it yeah. is really kind of like probably a story meant for T'Challa, but they, you know, obviously they moved Shuri into front and center and then probably just had to th- figure out people for Shuri to talk to. Uh, rather th- for the scenes where T'Challa was supposed to talk to Shiri. <laughs> so I wonder if, like, you know, Chadwick was still around. I wonder how Namor would have presented himself to T'Challa. Like, would he just be out there with Shiri, just hanging out one night, and then he comes? Hmm. Like, yeah, just how it he might did be something Queen like that, and, yeah. 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 It, it either. I wonder. I was thinking it'd probably be T'Challa and uh, Shuri hanging out, or T'Challa and Ramona hanging and out, because he would be the king yeah. then. So they, he'd want to talk to him, and instead yeah. he went to Ramona because Ramona was serving as queen at that time. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I have mixed feelings. Uh, May, maybe a rewatch will make me rethink this, and I'll be like, "Oh, this is really good," because I do want to give it a rewatch at some point. But yeah, overall, I'm not thrilled with this. But I understand okay. where, you know, a lot of these production troubles happen. And yeah, I'm forgiving. <laughs> well, yeah, they were filming most of this in the time of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Lots so. of lots of difficult situations. I will say my least favorite Ryan Coogler movie, but that's okay. he's got a hell of a filmography with only four movies. So, you know what? I'm OK with that. <laughs> 
Really? He only just has four? Yep. This is his fourth. So do you want to talk about his first one now? Yeah. Yeah, let's dive into it. Fruitvale Station. This is a lighthearted romp. Um, kind. Of, yeah, you, sure. This is like a romantic comedy, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely a document of real life. No, yeah, testimony. No. It, it, it is. Yeah. It's based on a true story, the story of Oscar Grant and uh, yeah. the last day of his life. Yeah, New Year's yeah. Eve. New Whew. Year's Day. Yeah, what this was it, like uh, two thousand and eight. Yeah, 2008, 2009, yeah. New Year's yeah. Eve, 2008 to 2009. Um, yeah, it depicts a man who, I mean, he's not a perfect guy. He's a guy who's trying to fix up his life, who's definitely had issues. He's not the most faithful fellow, but he's definitely trying no. to do the right thing in a lot of situations, and he love his loves his daughter. Um, yeah. And yeah, a lot of this movie is kind of based around the performance of Michael B. Jordan, since he is like your focal character throughout the whole thing. Yeah, he definitely is like takes up majority of the screen time for mm-hmm. all this. Yeah, well, I mean, he he does a good job, man. He he can carry. Yeah, it. he is. He is. He's really good. Is it was this his first movie as well? I don't know about that. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, let me look real fast, though, because now you've got me wondering. Mm. Yeah, because like he, he he gave a great performance in this. Um, yeah, so in this uh, story, we get a lot of flashbacks throughout uh, Oscar's life. Uh, he had just served some time in prison. Uh, I don't. I'm pretty. Sh- I'm not sure if they ever say what he went to jail for originally. No, I don't think so. But yeah. But it shows, like, him trying to get his life together pretty much on New Year's Eve. And uh, in the events in this, uh, well, I think we should talk more about who Oscar, like, what happened that day. Because at the end of the movie, it it shows yeah. what happened. And at the yeah, uh, he was uh, attacked and shot and killed by uh, police in San Francisco, right? Yeah, Bay Area. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, there there's some cops. There was a fight on a train. Um, he was involved yeah. with that fight, but the cops just pulled him off and they're just fucking around with these people and then they shoot him. And yeah, there is no reason for it. I mean, you know, just 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 because there's a fight on a train, it's like the fight. The fight was over by the time they showed up. But still, they're there. Yeah. And there was no need and, to hold them all down yeah. and like throw them to the ground like mm-hmm. the actual footage, which Ryan showed at the end of the movie. Yeah, I showed. Well, he shows that at the beginning of the movie, too. Yeah, and, and you yeah. get you get that at the beginning, and then the ending, you get like the well close to the end, you get the you get the different version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get yeah close to the ending, and yeah, you get some follow up with uh, what happened to the parties. I mean, the officer uh, he was served, he was sentenced to like what like, uh, uh, four years in jail, and he only did eleven months. That's right. Yeah, it was definitely something like that. Yeah, yeah he did not serve that much. Bullshit like that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I get. I guess his story was that he thought he was holding his taser, not his gun, and I'm kind of getting sick of that explanation. Gee, I've heard that one. Yeah, no, they never keep heard on that saying that forever. shit, and it's like, and you know, it, it just it reinforces the idea that hey, maybe cops maybe shouldn't have need guns. Need to go through more training. Yeah, yeah or mm-hmm. maybe you guys shouldn't. Maybe you guys need to have more training. Yeah, maybe definitely more training. I mean, at the very because, least. Well, I mean, if cops are taking their tasers for their guns, then I could see that as a further and continuing issue. Yeah, if, so if they I keep on doing that, they, that's not you, good. Yeah, they, yeah, that's not good. And then, you know, no one will want to... Then everyone would would and will defund them. Mm-hmm. But So maybe they should have more training. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, like our uh, tax dollars should possibly go to paying or maybe the the government's or the uh, local established ones could go into putting more training into them and have them be like self-funded because mm-hmm. they have a bunch of booster clubs. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, this movie just raises a whole bunch of issues because yeah, I mean, it does. <laughs> it, yeah, it really does. Yeah. And you know, it, it's, it's not there to answer them. It's just there to raise them, which it does a fantastic job of doing. Cause you know, it, it's, it's definitely there to start a conversation. Mm-hmm. Because what Michael B. Jordan does with this character is like, even though this is a very flawed character, he he makes him charming so that like you like him 
Like you, you yeah. see his flaws, but you still like the guy. It's like you, you, you see overall that he's trying to be the good thing. And mainly you see that he loves his daughter and yeah. Yeah. He, he loves his kid mm-hmm. and, and he just wants to be a good dad. And the movie never hides where this is going. It starts out with the actual footage and it, you know, you know what's coming. Um, and then when it happens, it's like, it's the tale gets you. And yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the beginning of Black Panther got me. Well, the end of this one got me like. So the final yeah. shot is literally the, the one of the few scenes without Michael B. Jordan is the final shot where it's the, the mother with the daughter and the daughter just asks, where's daddy? And that's the end of the movie. And it's like, oh, God, fuck. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then after uh, the after the last footage of the actors, you see his actual child, his mm-hmm. actual kid. Yeah, yeah. That that's just. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even while he was lying there bleeding out, he just kept telling the cops, "You know, I, I'm a, I have a daughter. Mm-hmm. I have a no. daughter." Yeah, he's like, "Please, yeah. please, you know, help me. I have a daughter. Please." And yeah. I mean, I'll give to the cops, uh, at least what we see in this movie, like once a, he's shot, they are trying to help him. But it's yeah. Shouldn't have been shot. Uh, maybe maybe since the fight had already resolved itself, maybe the cops shouldn't have gotten involved. I don't know. <laughs> right. That one with the shaved head shouldn't have been shouldn't have antagonized. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, horrible job of trying to keep the situation under control. Well, it's like the situation was already in control. And then they they just, you know, they're they're going there and they're kicking shit around. It's like, what? Why are you even here? Yes, there is a disturbance. Why did it's resolved? Everybody's fine. Let's move on. Yeah. How is the bus able to stop? Like, were there cameras that just spotted it? And that's my question. Mm hmm. Because, like, the whole bus stopped. Like, there is a disturbance, mm-hmm. you know, and it opened and made everybody stop. Like, I had no idea. How, like, how the hell did any of that happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, God, you know, and you felt sorry for the mom, too, because the mom was the one that said, yeah. hey, why don't why don't you do the Why don't you do the train? Because that way you don't have to worry about being designated driver and you just go out and have fun. Yeah, when I fuck when, uh, when I was watching it and they got to that scene, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. like, oh, I felt so bad for the mom. Mm-hmm. I felt so bad for her at that moment. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you were just trying to. Yeah, she's she's just trying to make sure her son can mm-hmm. travel safely and just have a good time that night. You know, not have to worry about not you drinking too much. Just have fun. Yeah. Just like, you know, you, you, you deserve a good night. You should yeah. have one. Take the train. Mm-hmm. It'll be easier. Yeah. <sighs> I'll, I'll just say this. This is a hell of a, a debut uh, directing effort from Ryan Coogler. Fuck. It is. Good. It, it, it is a hell of a way to make your mark mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, goddamn, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, it was powerful. It told the story well. And. Hits you in the feels when it needs to. <laughs> yeah, I'll say uh, during this, I kind of even said to myself, like, I think he may be becoming one of my favorite directors. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, he's he's been one of mine. Yeah, for a little bit now. He just and like he, the story was by him too. Like, uh, I think he yeah. co did the story. He definitely co did the story of the other movies he's done. So yeah. Well, I know that he wrote the next one we're talking about, too. Yes, yes. Uh, are we ready to get into that one? Uh, yes. Uh, quick wrap up, wrap up, though, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Check out Fruitville Station. Like yeah. Michael B. Jordan turns in an amazing performance. Mm-hmm. Top no, notch. Ryan Coogler. It's not even a hell of a debut. Yeah, it's it's not even a long movie. It's like 85 minutes. Um, And yeah. just to have the Kleenex handy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You might still have it after uh, Wakanda Forever. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and you might even need it for parts of this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for Creed. Yeah, yeah, there's moments in this one too. Shit. Um, Ryan B. Yeah, Ryan this B. one um, <laughs> really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ryan this, B. Coogler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My, well. Let's face it, uh, Michael B. Jordan is in all of Ryan Coogler's movies, and yes, they even found a way to get him into Wakanda Forever. Um, he is in that. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. he is. He plays the uh, ancestor that visits Shiri. Yeah, and it makes yeah. sense because yeah. I'd I'd be kind of a little unhappy if uh, it it was like a composite chat. Chaz that be, yeah, I don't think they want to yeah. touch that, and I don't blame them. Um, that would, that would be really bad taste, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, really bad taste. Ryan Coogler's second <laughs> Sorry, movie. So his dad got sick. I forget what he was sick with, but um, he did recover. But while he was sick, um, one of the things uh, Ryan Coogler remembers is his dad loved the Rocky movies and he raised him on the Rocky movies. So while his dad was sick, he decided, you know, I'm going to have some fun. I'm just going to write a Rocky movie. That's cool. And that's cool. He, he had no plans to really do anything with it. And then one day he's talking with Sylvester Sloan about it. He just he and you know, he talks about how hyped he was to even meet Sylvester Sloan and have the opportunity to talk about with him. He's like, ah, it's great. And then Sylvester Sloan was just like, oh, that sounds great. You wanna make it? <laughs> it's just like Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Rocky's like Rocky's like, Well, I'm game. Yeah. That that sounds good to me. Cool. Let's do that. Really? Holy shit. <laughs> in your head in your head. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and it's also worth noting, uh, after Fruitvale Station, uh Kevin Feige did approach Ryan Coogler and he's like, You're I, I like what I saw. Are you interested in taking a crack at Black Panther? And Ryan Coogler cool. actually said no. He said, I'm I I don't think I can handle something like Black Panther. Give it to somebody who knows what they're doing. And then after he did Creed, and Creed was a huge success, uh, Kevin Feige approached him Kevin, again, and and, and yeah. Ryan Coogler said, "Yeah, okay, I feel more confident about Black Panther. I think I can do it this time." I think <laughs> I've, I think I've read, I think I remember reading that. I'm yeah. seeing it or hearing him say, like, "Yeah, after you know, like, I mean, I I was I, I felt weird taking on that because mm. you know that's something that a lot of people hold near and dear to them. Yeah. So I mean, that's a lot, and you know." After Creed came out, I was telling Kevin I still kind of felt a little uneasy, and he's like, "You just made a Rocky sequel." Yeah, yeah. You just <laughs> made one of the just... best Rocky sequels. I mean, Rocky sequels. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Which, Rocky... yeah. That this movie was great because I am a fan of the series, mm-hmm. and uh, this was really, really good. Like, yeah amazingly great and it hit i think a lot of similar tones as rocky Mm -hmm. like you know we 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 get like the uh, the story of a guy just wanting to do good yeah but knowing but i mean him he's he's kind of hiding i guess he's he's running from Mm -hmm. a shadow through most of it yeah what's yeah that's that's the interesting thing like it follows a lot of the same beats mm-hmm. as the original Rocky, but it's not quite the same. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest differences mm-hmm. is that, uh, like, he hides the fact that he's a Creed. So when he does most of his yeah. boxing, he's Adonis Johnson, which is his mother's name. And then mm-hmm. when, it's find, find, when they find out he's a Creed, they're like, you have to take the Creed name. You know, we'll give you these boxing matches if you take on the Creed name. But Johnson's not going to get any fights. So he starts, you know, he takes on the Creed name so he can get this big fight in. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, yeah, and it's like, I, I he understand. Goes the yeah. he, he goes the distance. Mm-hmm. Well, Man, that, he, he, he had a lot of similar er- mm-hmm. or similarities to his father's fighting style, I noticed. Yeah. He was talking that good shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, he was uh, talking some shit in the ring. Yeah, well, that's one of the things I thought was interesting. So Rocky went in to the fir- in the first movie, and he is just the underdog. He comes from nothing, and everybody's just like, yeah. you know, he's nothing. He, you know, he's a bum. You know, he, he won't make it. Yeah. And then Creed's he's almost going in kind of at the opposite angle. Everybody's like, you got the silver spoon. You got everything handed to you. Of course you'll, you know. Of course you, you, you know, but you know. He yeah. literally did come from nothing. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, he he was very fortunate that uh, Creed's uh, widow did adopt him. Yeah. I think probably once she found yeah. out he existed and that his mother had died and that he was just in an orphanage. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, he, I, he I, was very fortunate. Yeah. That she did adopt him. Mm-hmm. So so he did end up kind of lucky in that respect. Um, but yeah. Um, 
So in case you're wondering, yeah, his widow is not his mother, uh, or uh, Apollo Creed's widow is not his mother because, yeah, uh, he had him outside of marriage because it's not too shocking that Apollo would do that. Not too shocking. No, no. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, I, I like the character I, I of like Apollo they... Creed, but he, yeah, that's that's not shocking at all. <laughs> no. But yeah, um, I, yeah, I kind of like how they did talk where they were having like talk about it about or how he was debating whether or not he should go over it because he didn't want to tarnish his dad's name. Mm-hmm. And Rocky's kind of like, so what if he did? Mm-hmm. None of that's going to take away the fact that your dad was the champ. Mm-hmm. Like it, who your dad was in that ring. None of that matters in that square in, in that square. Nothing. None mm-hmm. of that does. No. It was great. No, there's, there's some definitely movie. had all the points of a Rocky movie. There's some no. great speeches in this, too. No, some I mean, there's yeah, some really yeah. poignant moments. I It really got to me. Like, so Rocky, part of the storyline here is Rocky gets cancer. And yeah. essentially, he's told it's fairly easily treatable. But, you know, we got we got to get a jump on it. And Rocky's like, nah, I, I've I've lost everybody. I'm 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 at peace with this. And then Adonis finds out, and Adonis is like, "Okay, you're getting treatment." And Rocky's like, "No, I'm at peace with this." And Adonis is like, "No, you you gotta get treatment. I'll drive you to the hospital right now. Let let's get this the ball rolling." And Rocky's like, "No, you know, I'm I don't I I don't I don't have anybody left." And then Adonis is like, well, "What about me?" And Rocky's like, "Well, you know, you're not real family." And you could just that feeling was palpable when Adonis was just like. Yeah kind of like fuck you and just kind of stormed out just like wow i can't believe you'd say that to me yeah <laughs> it was like oh my god <laughs> but rocky also was dealing with the fact that he had cancer Mm-hmm. yeah and <laughs> like i don't think he was truly all right with it he just kind of just saw it as an out yeah yeah no it, it's it felt like rocky saw an opportunity to you know take an out and he was gonna take it and Donis is like I can't believe you'd fucking just bail on me like that. Uh, no. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, you know, I mean, he hadn't changed. He hadn't changed the house at all since Polly died. Mm-hmm. Polly's room still was the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Polly. He still had that exotic nude sign. Yes. The porno. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, this movie's great. I love following the character of Adonis Creed. I love uh I love seeing yeah. Rocky back. Um I love how we, we get I'm actually looking forward to the second one. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, this is your first time watching it. Uh which I didn't realize yeah. when we went yeah. into this. Yeah, I I love this when it came out. I remember when I watched it with my daughter and my daughter was like, Oh my god, that was great. She hadn't seen any of the Rocky movies and she was like, Oh my god, I love that movie. Oh. That was great. <laughs> Cool. And that that's so have you introduced her to the other Rocky movies? I think I have over time. Uh I don't think she's okay. quite as into them now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do like how this movie, like, I believe there's there is lines in this to uh reference pretty much all the Rocky movies. I So yeah, there are lines in this whole movie that pretty much reference every single movie mm-hmm. in the Rocky franchise. Yeah. About cut out. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that 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 was about it. Yeah, I think there's even a moment where, uh, you know, Adonis wants Rocky to train him, and Rocky's like, uh, "I've already tried that. I I don't want to do that again." Which Tommy Gun? Yeah, <laughs> a, a reference to Rocky Five by far the worst. Yeah, <laughs> Tommy Gun. Happy birthday, Polly. Yeah, <laughs> I would have loved if that robot was in the corner, but just mm-hmm. had like a lo- like a cigarette ashtray mm-hmm. or a cigar ashtray just yeah. on top of him. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Polly's just been using them as an ashtray for the past 30 years. <laughs> well, I mean, we're going to get more Rocky uh, references with Creed, too. So it'll be fun to see your thoughts on that cool. one, because that that one kind of surprised me. Too. Right, it's yeah. not as good as this one, but it's 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 actually pretty good as well. Mm. Oh, and then we would have had a precursor for how Coogler uh, would have handled a sequel then. Yeah. <laughs> well, Coogler doesn't do Rocky or Creed, too, though. Oh no, he doesn't. No, no, uh, he was busy okay. with Black Panther when that was being made. Gotcha. And then Michael Did B. Jordan's going to be doing the third one, which I mean, that actually feels like uh, kind of a project made for him because that's where Sylvester Sloan got his directing chops was doing Rocky movies. Yeah, 
He mm-hmm. did. He, he directed the. Didn't he direct the first two? No, he didn't he direct one. He wrote. He directed. Uh, I want to say two, three, and four, and six. Yeah. He didn't do one and five. Uh, I believe yeah, that was he did John write G. one. He did. He did write. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did write one though. Yeah, no, he definitely wrote. Like, I think he, he wrote, wrote all of them up until this one. This is the only one he didn't write. Yeah. I don't remember who did it with Coogler, but Coogler definitely, like, he came down with the story, and then he wrote it with somebody, and I don't remember the name. Oh, yeah, I'm sure someone, some but, studio yeah. guy gave it a treatment. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, it yeah. works. This movie works so goddamn well. This is definitely oh, one of my favorite Rocky movies. <sighs> yeah. Like, it's tough to judge between this and, like, Rocky 1, because I love them both. This one is definitely more modern. Yeah. Definitely, their relationship feels a bit less rapey when it's starting out here. Um, they feel a bit more <laughs> like a couple. The Adrian Rocky yeah. starting out relationship bit was a bit much. That being said, that movie is a product of the time. That being said, that movie, even though it's a product of the time, outside of that, it's aged pretty Ooh. fucking well. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of that little part there. Yeah. I mean, obviously, <laughs> there's a bit with Rocky as a Shylock, but that's not supposed to be like him at his best, too. Then. No, no. Mm-hmm. That's uh, still when he, the, he. That's still when Champ was down on his luck. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, Creed is fan- like, yeah. I don't know. I think I lean towards preferring the original Rocky just because, like, it set the template, and this is still largely following the template. Um, but this might be my second favorite Rocky movie, honestly. Okay. Even with how much I enjoy two and six. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to watch yeah. uh, Creed 2 and 3 before I can make that call. Oh, okay. <laughs> or maybe Creed 2 before I can start ranking. Because mm-hmm. I might have to watch Balboa again. It's been a while. I don't think I've seen that since come out. Yeah. Balboa's good. I mean, um, yeah. I would definitely say I like the first two Rockies more than Balboa, though. Yeah, I remember it being all right. I remember I liking it more good. than five. Oh, well, fuck. Well, Rock 5 is actually the worst one, so that's an easy bar. <laughs> yeah, I think we can both agree that, you know, 5 is, like, the, my le- our least favorite. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I think in all of Rocky fandom, that's the one thing pretty much universally agreed upon 5. Yeah. 5 I mean, was a bit rough. I, I also will say that after 5, I put 3. Oh, as, uh, what, the worst? Yeah. Possibly three and four are definitely like formulaic movies, but they're entertaining. Like, I I feel like I just enjoy four more. I would price. I would actually probably agree. I'd probably say I enjoy four more as well because four is formulaic and it's pure cheese and it knows it's pure cheese and it's just going all fucking in on it. Yeah, it's It's it's, just cashing in on it. Yeah, it's unapologetic cheese. It's like. I tr- I want to say four is the one where there's multiple musical montages and stuff. It's like just no yeah, apologies. Whole, uh, there's a no. whole James Brown uh, music video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, four in America, right? Listen, four is not a brilliant movie, but it is a fun movie. <laughs> it's a, it is a movie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Uh, from a technical aspect, I'd definitely say Creed is better than Rocky Four. But yeah, I, I know that's, oh, that's, yeah. that's a hot take. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say this for watching after watching Creed, though. Uh, you know, uh, hey, Ryan, I see you're a Rocky fan. I yeah. too am a Rocky oh, yeah. fan. There's a lot of camera movements that were just like reminded me. That's what reminded me the most of one. Mm-hmm. A lot of the shots that he that they chose and well, angles that they went with, like something- especially in the ring. Something he does a lot of in this. In yeah. He does lots of very complicated long shots in this, which I really like. Lots of, you know, like him rock, walking out to the ring and getting large chunks of the fight, even in like one shot. And it's like, that's yeah, impressive. He, he that's impressive. Those, like, yeah, he did those long, long shots a lot. Like, there's a few yeah. of those in Fruitville Station, too. Yeah. Like, of them walking up to the train platform, mm-hmm. going up the stairs into mm-hmm. the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And finding somewhere to, to stand near their mm-hmm. friends yeah like that whole thing mm-hmm. like i noticed that a few times i was trying to find similarities within like camera work and mm-hmm. you know d- direction choices yeah 
He's a good director. I yeah. like I dig his style. Well, I mean, uh someone else who's also famous for lots of his long shots is Steven Spielberg. And probably yeah. drawing a bit of an inspiration for that. But like uh Spielberg, I think, always talked about how he likes the long shot because it gives you a good geography of the room. You know, you can still do a lot yeah. of creativity to it. It's a lot trickier to do. But also like when you get it pulled off, then you have a significant chunk of the movie shot a lot easier and a lot quicker that way. And it's like kind of a kind of an interesting thing how it's like technically harder, but when you nail it, it you're you're yeah. you're actually going faster. You're actually Well, yeah, I have heard Scorsese talk about it and it's more so that that one shot in Goodfellas mm-hmm. where he talks about where like similar to what Spielberg said, you know, you could tell a lot just by one of those. Yeah. But with that he wanted to kind of like really make the audience feel that they're a part of this game. Mm-hmm. Like, let them get the first VIP give them the VIP treatment. If yeah, you know, exactly. You know? So that so that thing is just drawing you into the film and making you root for the bad guys in there. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 so cool when a director does that because mm-hmm. it really does pull you into the scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in Exorcist Three, like we watched last week, mm-hmm. that one standing shot in the hallway forever, mm-hmm. you know it's coming. Yeah, you know yeah, it's coming. You don't know when, but you know it's coming. Yeah, you're you just in there going, "Oh, with the ice it's, gonna it's, yeah. gonna it's gonna get fucked up. It's gonna get fucked up. It's gonna get fucked." Ah, there it is. <laughs> oh, don't go in that room. Don't. Oh, wait, that wasn't it. Oh. Why are we still at this position? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like this. Yeah. What is this it? isn't oh, God, right. There's those shears. <laughs> there's those shears. Mm. <laughs> and yes. then that tight, tight zoom. And mm. you just know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It. The great work. Just bravo. Yeah. Mm. Bravo. Uh, well, I guess anything to add to Creed uh, before you start signing out? Oh no, no. I think we got it. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, our, that was it for our Ryan Coogler special. Um, yes. Yeah, I, it wasn't it intended was. to be a Ryan Coogler special, but then Creed and Black Panther 2 lined up, and it was like, fuck it. That's what we're doing. Yeah, and it just Ryan Coogler's worked definitely, out on the schedule. Yeah, he's definitely one of my favorite working directors, so that was fun. And we've actually covered all of his movies now. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, yeah good deal. Um, we look see. forward to uh, seeing what uh, else you have. The next director that whose all entire filmography we're going to cover is Steven Spielberg. Oh fuck! I'm just kidding. That would be forever. Yeah, that, that would take a while. Forever. Yeah, we're going to be ranking all Steven Spielberg movies <laughs> over over the course of 2024. That is yeah. what we're going to be doing. <laughs> we are planning so far ahead. We're going to need at least eight weeks to cover AI because going through that any faster might be a bit rough. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that one being a little rough. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, but one next was week, a little rough. Next week we got uh, Creed two. Okay, so we got uh, quite a yes. few for next week. We got Creed two. We got a Christmas story. Christmas. We have the Ice Harvest. Okay, and, and we have Weird. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Should be fun. <laughs> well, it, be. It, it'll all be movies. So that make, it our, makes it a little bit easier. We're starting to get into our uh, Christmassy episodes. Yeah. Well, Christmas Story, Christmas, and Ice Harvest. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Weird, weird yeah. might have some Christmas references in it. I don't remember, but. Uh, it's, it's Weird Al. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> it is a very, it is a very honest biopic. Yeah, you're just gonna have to watch it. It's <laughs> Yeah, I am. <laughs> I've cheated, I've that already was a miscommunication it, yeah. on my part. <laughs> yeah, it, it's all good. Why well, it wasn't announced, so it's like okay, we can push it off a week. Uh and anyways, yeah, yeah, you I thought just it was gonna ask be, me. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be kind of funny because I was gonna be like, Okay, let's talk about Ryan Coogler's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like what that doesn't fit with the theme of the rest of the movie. Were asking so, if, what? <laughs> yeah, I just thought you I just thought you were asking me if we wanted to cover it, and I figured you, we would do it after the Ryan Coogler episode. I was okay. like, yeah, sure, man. Yeah. Let's do that. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, it works out, so. It yeah, does. It will be fun to watch. Um, yeah, I, I guess right. we're good. So, like, everyone have a good yeah. one. Take care. Freeze rain.
They think order and chaos are somehow opposites and try to control what won't. Do you enjoy pain? Pain don't hurt. 